E.G. Bateman. Elaine, welcome to Behind the Fiction. Hi, Steve. This is so exciting to have you here. I think you are the first person I've ever interviewed who has that shade of hair. Oh, excellent. Oh, well, <laughs> unfortunately, there was a, there's a bunch of us, so you'll get around to more blue-haired people sooner or later, I think. You change your shade from time to time, don't you? Because I've seen it oh. in different colors. Yeah, at um, 20 Books Vegas, it was purple and um, aquamarine and dark blue and lilac and a bit of green. <laughs> well, it looks fantastic. So where are you? I, I sense this accent. You don't sound like me, so you must live somewhere else. Where are you physically in the world? I'm in the UK, in England, in Solihull, which is in, in the Midlands. Okay. And are you on lockdown where you are? Oh, yes. Yes. So we've been in, on lockdown for about five weeks, I think. We're in, we're in the fifth week. Okay. And are you able to get out and enjoy the sunshine occasionally, things like that? Or are you just really stuck inside? Oh, we're, we're really lucky. We've, we've got a garden and, uh -huh. and I've, I've just put the hot tub up. <laughs> so, so, you know, do what you like virus. I'm, I'm staying in and I'm happy to do so. But, um, but yeah, and I've got my husband and son and they, they do the shopping trips and things. So, so good. So I don't go anywhere. And a week ago, you published your first book with LMBPN. That was uh, the title of that is Legacy of the Shadow's Blood, which is also the name of the series. So it's book one in the Legacy of the Shadow's Blood series, and the title is Legacy of the Shadow's Blood. Correct. So tell us a little bit about the idea for the book. Where did the idea come from? Um, well, it... It came out of um, some uh, some conversations between uh, me and Michael mm -hmm. um, Anderley. Um, I'd I'd gone over to um, to Bali and and, and so that was twenty twenty books Bali. And yes. this is you. I, I was going to ask you about this because you tell a fantastic story in the author notes for this book, and that was <laughs> the first time I I had understood the extent that you'd gone to. <laughs> <laughs> to put yourself in range of Mr. Anderley. So why, yeah. yeah, why don't you tell that story? Oh, it, it was, it was risky. It's not something I'd recommend to God, anyone else. Um, <laughs> uh, because uh, as you know, 20 books Bali was for sort of six and seven figure authors um, as kind of a, a it was a, um, an educational thing for them for, um, uh, for how to step up their game. Mm -hmm. uh, like they need it um, <laughs> and 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 a kind of a pat on the back for them so so um dodgy dodgy little nobodies like me weren't generally intended to go there <laughs> i love that dodgy <laughs> <laughs> but because um i'm an administrator in the 20 books group i was in a good place to learn when someone had dropped out mm -hmm. and um and i commented to um craig martell one day, oh, I wish I could go. And he was like, well, you might as well. So um, uh, me and my husband, we, we, um, we had some savings that were, were, were basically from, from my mum passing a couple of years ago. So, um, so I just threw that at it. And, mm -hmm. uh, and we flew halfway around the world. I don't know how I talked him into it. I honestly don't. Mm -hmm. And... Um, my my main objective 
making the assumption that I wasn't going to understand a lot of what they were talking about. My main objective was to, um, was to pass this. It wasn't even a full manuscript. I had a, like four chapters of something I'd been working on mm-hmm. into, into Michael's hand. And, um, and yes, as, as I describe it in, in the author notes, uh, it was at the end of a session and, um, and I thought, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to do it now because everyone was filing out of the room. So I go and stand near where Michael is and he's, um, he's still there talking to um, uh, Ellie. L.D. Clark. Ellie Clark. I can't remember mm-hmm. her last name. Um, and and I, I think, oh, they're just chatting. They'll be moving out soon. And, and I'm standing there with this paper in, in my sweaty little hand and, and I'm waiting. And I'm thinking, oh, this is, this is a meeting. I suddenly <laughs> realized that they're having a meeting and I'm standing there, like there's three people in this room and I'm standing there in the middle of someone else's <laughs> meeting. And it was just, and then by the time I'd realized that, they'd, um, they'd been talking so long that it felt weird if I left. Yeah, you were and committed. It was weird at that if point. I stayed. I was committed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and I didn't weird. think my legs would move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so I just stood there. Then, um, then they they started what I thought was arguing, and I thought I was going to die. You know, it turns out this is how these two communicate. They banter like this, and uh, and then eventually. Um, and I'm standing there thinking, Michael, just look my way, just look my way and I'll shove it in your hand and I'll run away. <laughs> but eventually he, um, they, they broke up their conversation and, um, and Michael turned around to me and he was so kind. He didn't say, what on earth are you doing? <laughs> you know, and I expected him to um, because at that point I, was, I felt I was so rude. And so I shoved it in his hand and I explained a little bit and then I ran away and... Um, I didn't expect him to read it while we were there because that would have been awkward as well, expecting him to do it, you know, while mm-hmm. we were on this break thing. And, um, and he just, uh, he was, he was so gracious about it and it was, but I was still, I still felt awkward. So at one point um, I was walking through the, through the area where all the swimming pools were. It was one of those where there were lots of swimming pools. And there was a little bridge over a swimming pool that I was about to walk over. And I saw Michael coming the opposite way. And I was like, oh, God, what if he speaks to me? I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. And I walked through the swimming pool (laughs) to avoid him. Oh, my God. I mean, it wasn't as bad as it sounds because, you know, I was... um, I was wearing shorts, so it's not like well, that's, that's fully a clothed. Yeah, and I, and I didn't go like neck deep or anything. You know, I don't want to give that impression. Although, you know, <laughs> take that impression if you like, if it's more <laughs> amusing for you. But yeah, it was, it was horrific. <laughs> well, that, that, is a, that is a great story, and it, it kind of ex- explains. You had published some books before that. You had published another series. I think they were young adult books. Yes, that's right. Prior to Fader that. series. So yeah. You weren't like coming to this as someone who had never written anything before. You'd had some success and uh, you, I mean, you were still nervous about it. And for people, for people who don't know, there's 20 books Vegas, which is like the least expensive, most valuable conference that you can go to for, oh, yeah. for, yeah. for indie authors. And mm-hmm. then there was a 20 books um, in the UK somewhere. 
that uh, there, there have been a couple of, of those, London. 20 Books London. Um, mm-hmm. And then the one in Bali was just this big, massive thing. It's super expensive. And hey, it's like, you know, this is, this is for, like, like you said, the, the six-figure author. So it's, yeah. don't confuse the Bali situation with the Vegas situation. There were oh, maybe no. how, many, how many people there? Maybe 30? Um, I think there were about 40 people. Okay. And, uh, and I'm not sure if that includes um, partners. But, yeah, um, so it, it's, but a much yeah. More, it's a much smaller, more intimate gathering, but a great place to go to get FaceTime with somebody. Oh, yes. Oh, gosh, yes. But um, I wish I'd known a lot of the people beforehand because I, I, I spent half my time intimidated just talking to my husband, you know, <laughs> because I was thinking, oh, you know, like, that's, that's, like, that's a millionaire. I can't talk to them. And I'm, I'm looking around for, for people who, like, were willing to speak about just normal stuff. <laughs> you know, the, the, the most fun thing to me about the 20 Books conferences, and I did not go to Bali, but... It, it's the fact that there are so many people there who are all in the same boat that you were, which is the, they're not going to want to talk to me. So I just walk up to everybody and start talking to everybody because I know everybody wants someone to talk to them. And it's the yes, easiest exactly. place in the world to start conversations. And you make such you know, great friends with people and then you get to see them every year. I hope we get to see them. Hope we get to see them this year. I hope, hope oh. we're able to, to have the conference. Hold that coffee cup up again. People wouldn't have been able to see it. You have to speak so the camera will go to you. Okay, hello. <laughs> this, is, this is my cup and it's got the cover of my, my book. And, um, and on the back, it's got uh, the, a little demon called Limpet, who's one of the characters. And the main character, her name is Lexi? Yes. So that's Lexi on the cup? Uh, that's Lexi on the cup, yes. Very Definitely. good. Excellent. Excellent branding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now tell us about the book. So we know, we know what links you went to, to to be able to write this book with, with Michael mm-hmm. as a co-author. And now tell us about how you go from four chapters to a mammoth 180, 190,000 word book as, as your first release. There's a lot of work that goes between four chapters and 190,000 words. Even more because, um, uh, Michael wanted to start with something fresh. So, um, so I, that's still four chapters sitting Mm -hmm. on my computer somewhere. Uh, we didn't go with that one. We, uh, uh, we had some Zoom chats and and bantered forward and backwards about the characters, about what what interested me, the kind of people I like to read about, um, and and it was uh, I like the kick-ass female, I like urban fantasy with the shifters and the vampires, um, I like to be um, inclusive, you know, I like I like gay characters in my world and different ethnicities, mm-hmm. and um, and what else I, I like I also like to read uh, like other types of fiction like uh, crime fiction things you know and, and I like those um, those bitter hard bitten detectives and and things like that so it's it was a whole a whole mishmash of things that and we put all of that into into these stories and and we just bantered um, it started out with um, Michael. Michael, I think this was uh, 
this was typewritten, I think we weren't talking at this point. And, and, and he sent over a few lines that <clears throat> of dialogue that he imagined a character would write. And, um, and I came back with, uh, with another character's response in the dialogue. And we just went forward and backwards for a couple of hours mm -hmm. in this, in this, um, snarky, um, sarcastic conversation between two characters and um and it was really fun and that was how they were born that's very that's very cool and i, I i'm reminded i talked to michael when he after he first i think he'd written the third book in the Cartharian gambit series mm -hmm. and at that time he described what he did as well i liked reading this kind of book. i like reading sci-fi i like reading paranormal i like reading military I like, you know, I, I like strong female characters. I, I like a sense of justice. And I just kind of munged them all together in this thing that didn't really have a genre. And I started writing and I didn't know if it would sell. It sounds like you kind of did the same thing. You took a yeah. lot of things together and it really, it, it comes together. It's, it's very obvious from the first line or, or one of the early lines in your blurb, which is, describes Lexi as a magic wielding former assassin. So yes. I love I love crime fiction, and so when I read that, I'm like, oh, that sounds like fun, because it's not just the typical magic, paranormal, urban fantasy kind of thing. It it does have like a crime component to it. Yes, that's um, that's how the books are set out. Um, each um, um, for all of the books, there will be a, a main arc of um, of of Lexi trying to discover who she is, because the organization that she worked for used to brainwash. Um, parts of their their history um, mm -hmm. out of them, and and it started from a, a very early age. So so it's very sort of cultish, and um, and I, I think that's how um, that's how it kind of moves forward with the main arc is is her um, discovering who she is and where she came from and, and that kind of thing. Then um, then there's each. Um, uh, each book has a uh, has a case that they're working on. They travel mm -hmm. around. It's um, it's Lexi um, and her her um, sort of business her colleague who um, who is a, a sorcerer mage type person, kind of a surfer bum type guy with wavy blonde hair, and um, and then uh, but no love interest. And uh, and the gay vampire detective Dick 